three, two, one. Cue music. Cue Becky. Good evening. This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Everything okay? Yeah, yeah, just waiting on Liz. I was watching Booker while she was just doing shit, so. Gotcha. Where, how is Booker? He's going through a rough patch right now. I think he is, uh... Teething? Well, I mean, teething is part of it. I think he's also just going through, like, a sleep regression right now. I feel like I'm going through a sleep regression. Hold Does on. that mean you sleep like a normal person now? I wish that's what that meant. Like, it's so weird. I go to bed at 10 p.m. and wake up at 7 a.m. It's... No, I woke up, I went to bed last night at 7 and woke up at 2. That is weird. I did watch The Mandalorian, played a little Valhalla, and then I went to bed for another yeah. two hours before I had to get up and go to work. And, and uh, this is an unusual episode of the show because I am actually caught up on The Mandalorian. So Through uh, today's episode even? Yes, for today. I watched wow. it uh, when I was watching, eating dinner earlier. Uh, so how much did you hate it because Bill Burr was in it? <laughs> well, I mean, he he just takes me. I mean, I don't hate it. Horrific. <laughs> Fucking horrific. I, he just is. It's just Bill Burr. You know what I mean? I liked it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it was, what have so you funny. thought of the season so far? And the reveals I, and the surprises? I think that it has been... It's been it's been pretty good. I didn't care for the first few episodes in one really only one way. I really I've enjoyed them all so far. Like this is a minor thing. Uh, I really don't like it in a, in like a TV show or it's especially in video games that do this where like in the beginning of the of the level episode whatever you want to call it and they're like you have to get here and then that'll be the end of your quest. And you're like, well, we know that's not going to be the end of our quest. Right. Cause this is like the first thing or the second thing. So we're going to go and you get there and then they're like, Oh, oh you made it here, but now you got to go to this thing. That's where you're really going to end the quest. <laughs> and then you get there and like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. That's not what we're going to, you got to go here now that I don't like that. That's really irritating. Cause like, it just seems like it, <laughs> I saw I saw like a tweet or something the other day where it was like every episode of The Mandalorian is basically just like he shows up somewhere and is like, "Hey, I need this thing. Oh, we don't have this thing, but uh, you want to help me with this really hard thing instead, and then you can go try to do what you're actually trying to do." But with that in mind. I like the fact that it's it feels slightly different in the last couple of episodes where at least, okay, the, the child was taken, so he's got to go get the child back. Like, that, that, that is at least a little different from just like, all right, well, let's go to the next planet. All right, where, just so we're clear, you're caught up and you're going to continue to refer to him as the child and not Grogu, his given name. The child. Uh, Maybe you. It's Grogu. Okay, I don't even know. I, I can't even remember the fucking Mandalorian's name. He's just the Mandalorian. Din Djarin. 
or something like that. <laughs> Mando. Oh, yeah, it's Mando. I can't really. Din Djarin or something like that. I think it's like Django, but they pronounce the D, and that's what messes me up. <laughs> um, What would you think about the Ahsoka Tano episode? Oh, that was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was cool. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not... I'm not as in, obviously I I didn't watch like the cartoons and stuff like you yeah. so I don't know the character the way a lot of other people do but I still I remember really seeing it. her in person in the theaters when the the Clone Wars movie was put in theaters the one they barely talk about and don't even put in the Clone Wars cartoon you gotta dig deep to find it. But I remember the one seeing, that you defended real hard because you were like, "It's not really a movie." Like, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to remember how hard I defended that. <laughs> I did, go, oh, man, I yeah. did go hard in the paint for that. Uh, it was a glorified. Uh, I wouldn't even call it like um, a TV premiere, but like I would call it like it's like the it's like one of those TV pilots. That that like people were like, all right, I could see this working. Let's recast some of these people, <laughs> and then you get the show that eventually becomes super popular. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've enjoyed this season. I think I've enjoyed it more than last season. Um, I I, think I have two. Uh, now if it'll be as good, because I really liked how a lot of stuff came together towards the end of last season. So I'm curious if, 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 if this season can do that uh, hey. as well, that might like it even better altogether, but we'll I'm, see. I'm calling it right now. If they, if that baby is not back with Mando at the end of this episode, the internet will not be able to handle that in 2020. Now I got, you know, it's, I, I know that for like Star Wars fans and everything, you know, you get all these cool references and characters. And you're like, oh man, I can't believe we get to see this character live action stuff. But one of the nice things about not being as in the know for that stuff, uh, I mean, I, I know a little bit. Like I, I mentioned in the last episode we did, but I don't want to spoil it because B hadn't, I knew, uh, hadn't had seen it yet. So, uh, but you know, I know who Grand Admiral Thrawn is. So when she said that in the last episode, I was like, oh hey, I get that. I know that. <laughs> Dude, Ren, Cloud, and I were on after that uh, episode in the morning, the next like weekend, Saturday morning, and uh, they they both were like, uh, uh, "What'd you think when she mentioned Thrawn's name?" I was like, my brain went. Eh, 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 eh. It was cool, especially because I didn't expect it. I was like, okay, so this is like a tie-in thing where she's. I, I assumed she was just going to be looking for the same guy. That uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah. Breaking Bad. Moff. Um, uh, Moff. Uh, yeah. Breaking Bad. Moff Gideon. Goff me. Yeah. Moff Gideon. Yeah. Moff See, Breaking Bad Gideon. That's <laughs> 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 what he's known in the streets. <laughs> uh, but another thing that was really cool, and this has nothing to do with knowing anything about Star Wars. I just thought this was a great way to to end this last episode was Mando repeating what he said to him about the child. That was awesome. I was yeah. like, Oh fuck. And even the look on his face, he's like, Oh shit. This is... <laughs> yeah. Um, I, well, so for me, the mention of Thrawn is huge because like, 
I wasn't, like we've talked about in the past, a big reader. And the two things that got me into reading were Jurassic Park and the Heir to the Empire trilogy. And Thrawn has absolutely been one of my favorite characters since I read him in the first Heir to the Empire book. And so, coupled with the fact that I knew who she was looking for uh, because of the fact that I watched Rebels Cartoon. And the last time we saw her on Rebels Cartoon, she was looking for Thrawn, and by extension, she's looking for Ezra Bridger. So... Now, one thing I do like about this, because with, you know, and we're going to talk about all the... All the marble and all the stuff that's been, yeah. One of which is her show that they've announced for Disney Plus, Mm -hmm. uh, which makes more sense now because I was like, how are they going to fit all of this into the Mandalorian, especially in this season? Because there's only, you know, so many episodes left. Or even, is there just one? Well, when they announced Rosario Dawson was going to be Asaka Tano, I always was just like, that seems like a really big casting for such a, a, a cameo role and for that character to be given a cameo role so i was always a little suspicious of if they weren't gonna spin her off into so yeah and that stuff. that makes a lot more sense uh hearing that news because i was like okay because there's i just didn't think you were gonna be able to fit all that with the ongoing storyline already happening in the mandalorian yeah because then it be then how does it not become about her you know what i mean like it would have been hard well, especially to put... because, yeah, you're going to have people uh, that are really only interested, and in, you know, I, not everyone is going to be this way, but I think there are going to be those viewers who are like, if she were to have stuck around, they're like, oh, I want to know what's going on with the Jedi. Like, that's what I'm interested in. I want to know more about the Jedi thing. Uh, like, that's what they're, you know, they that's what they like. That's what they're into for Star Wars. Uh Although personally, I think that the Mandalorian story is more interesting, but that's probably because I don't know the character's backstory like everybody else. And well, yeah, if you did know the character's backstory, you'd know she's not a Jedi. But you know, that's neither here nor there. You'd also know who Ezra Bridger is, even though you know you just I don't know who that is and fucking shit but, all over yeah, me. Yeah, but but the thing is, bring it up, but not but not knowing that the way that they did it for this, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this show, it works because you shouldn't be more interested. And, you should and be you don't, more interested in what's going on with yeah. Mando because he's the main character that you're following. If this were her show, totally. Uh, but you don't want to take away from that. Uh, it's like, I'll, I'll give them this. This is one of those things that I always uh, thought was a smart move on their part, but this is a totally different kind of show. But you know how on Arrow, they, uh, you know, People were like, oh, when's Batman going to show up? Because they have, like, references to, like, Wayne Industries. One time they even dropped Bruce Wayne's name. Mm-hmm. And they had all these other heroes show Plus up. Plus he went to Bloodhaven. And... Yeah. And uh, the creator, or, like, the showrunner, I think it was Greg Berlanti, he was talking about how he's like, look, everybody loves Batman. Like, he's the coolest, and that's the thing. You can't have a character come on that's cooler than your protagonist, because then everyone's gonna be like, "Oh no, 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 don't, don't, who cares about the protagonist? No, what about the guy? What about this guy? This guy's so cool! Like, you've got to know where to draw the line." And I get, I, I think they did a really good job of that, you know, with with having her on, 
one episode where you're like, okay, cool. We get to see this character. Those of us who don't know her uh, have just enough to be interested, but not be taken over from the rest of what's going on. And the people that do know her, you know, they get that taste of like, oh, shit. Yeah, live action Ahsoka. And also she's going to get her own show. Great. It's a win win. The way that they handle this show is 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 really great. You know, I you know, there are little things that obviously I can complain about and have uh, just to be an asshole, I guess. But overall, it's they 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 handle it really, really well. Yeah, I mean, I agree. There's stuff I could complain about. And if we're trying to nitpick stuff, you know, sure, whatever, Bill Burt. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I liked how they did ah- Ahsoka. I've, I personally have liked, I think it's it's good because people get introduced to things and ideas and concepts. And um, it gets them excited. And then there are those of us who understand the deeper cuts that are being referenced when, you know, when they had the dark troopers appear and, uh, yank Grogu or the fact that, uh, the droids with, uh, the gr- protecting the girl were hunter killer droids, which are, um, a long time, uh, fan droid in the, uh, star Wars universe. Having gone oh, all yeah, the way back yeah. to Knights uh, of that. the I Old did. Republic. Yeah, but, I enjoyed that because I, I, I played Knights of the Old Republic. So they were like, HK. I was like, oh yeah! But, I get that too! But specifically, those droids even carried uh, references to Thrawn's fleet from Rebels. So like, if you if you had been following... like, So if you were someone like me who's followed the Rebels cartoon, like, they're giving you stuff... That is not so over the over the top that people are like, what does that mean? Like, no, it's not for people to be like, oh, like they're not just trying to distract people with all this crazy information. They're trying to be like, hey, for the people who know, hey, check these out. These are those dudes. You remember type shit, which I think is cool. Yeah, that's a it's a great way to to I, I it's funny that, you know, the, the connection, I guess the connection is kind of there because John Favreau, but I was and because Disney owns both, but the way that I think Marvel handles a lot of things is sort of similar where like, you can see these references when you watch these Marvel cinematic universe movies where you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. But if you don't necessarily follow as closely as a lot of other people or you still can enjoy what you're getting, you know, did, what, did you read that article that was going around on Facebook about, uh, the Mandalorian, and being hurt by the fact that if you don't, if you haven't watched these cartoons and you or read these books, you don't know what's really going on. No, uh, no, but I will say, uh, my week is usually spent talking to different people throughout the week because I don't work with the same people every day. So new doctors come in, new reps come in, um, and so throughout the week, I'm educating <laughs> the general community in my life on what is happening on the Mandalorian. I'm explaining. And I bet that's like, a lot of fun. Honestly, I don't agree. You know, I didn't read the article either. I did see people sharing it. I just didn't get a chance to read it. But I didn't need to to 
disagree with the concept of because I don't I haven't seen those shows. I haven't really read any of the you know, I know a little bit about the expanded universe. Uh, <laughs> I have no problem following what's happening. In- yeah, I don't I don't think at all like, you know, you don't need to have because the stuff that they're pulling from the cartoons and uh, um, sort of the greater Star Wars lore, um, they're either doing in a way that is, uh, like I said, a subtle nod to the people who have been there and have uh, enjoyed these sort of things. And then, um, and then the stuff that they want people who haven't enjoyed these things and, or understand these things, they're providing the inform- as much information as you need to, comp- you know, to enjoy the, the episode for, for the story at hand. And if you want to go further, then you can, there's that, there, that option is available to you. So I don't, I, I would say I do, I disagree with the fact that if you haven't watched these, um, you know, I, I, I would even say if you haven't seen the Star Wars movies, you could still watch the show and know what's going on, and not. You don't even need to watch the any of the movies to watch the show. To no, you know what I mean? Because you, can I don't just, think so. Because it's just like, oh, okay, so it's a space western. So like, all right, there are all these species or whatever and there's these like okay like all right this little guy does magic all right um he's an old little guy but whatevs this guy can't take his helmet off all right those guys seem like they're bad um or you even know what like, I mean? like you know he, they 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 do um the way like in the first season i remember the way they treated the jedi when they would talk about jedi it wasn't like oh jedi yeah no everybody knows what jedi is even then they still kind of we're like, oh, the Jedi? What is? Uh, I guess I've, I've heard of them. I didn't think that was, you know, there was a there was enough separation there where it was like, let's not assume everyone, you know, they they treat it as its standalone story, which is what they should do, yeah. uh, and I think that really helps it overall. And then you know, if, even whether you're thinking of the movies or something else, there's still little things. You know, in this last episode, for example. I liked the fact that they made reference to uh, Jango Fett's ship, uh, Boba Fett's ship now, but the, the 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 bomb things that he kept in them that he used yeah, to attack the clones. Those are awesome. I was, I, yeah, because I liked those. I, I loved those, and uh, that scene was really cool. In hey, attack one of clones. my one of my favorite things, whether I'm playing it as Boba Fett or just in the game, and Boba Fett's in there, is when you're playing that Star Wars uh, Battlefront Two and the Starfighter stuff. And that bomb goes off, and you can hear it, and you're like, "Oh yeah, somebody's Boba Fett right now." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boba's out there. Uh, so, how did you lose your shit when Boba when he came back and he had the? Well, when Boba Fett showed up, and we knew it was Boba Fett. I'll be honest with you, I cried. I mean, um, <clears throat> he was my cousin and I's favorite character growing up. But so. I mean, but 
do you mean like the but first episode? The first time, yeah, two, yeah, two episodes ago when he I, showed, okay. or last episode when he showed up. But when he showed up with that fresh paint job, I was like, God, I just had to laugh because it's Why? just like because it's so like it's just like yeah, yep, that's we don't need to see that. I get it, I understand it. It's been through some stuff. Thank you for giving him a fresh paint job before we go on this new mission. I mean, it makes sense. It's his armor. It means a lot to him. Like, no, would... yeah, and I, li- I I liked it. I liked that they gave him a, a, a fresh paint job. And I like how he looked. I like how they got, how, like, when he had his helmet off, he has, like, that little, like, almost, like, hooded, like, neck piece thing that they had him on. I really like how they've done Boba Fett. I'm curious, because, um, you know, the... That you know, there's this like baddest man in the galaxy, baddest but but uh, bounty hunter in the galaxy, kind of reputation, and obviously, he seems like a changed sort of character. Where is he? What you know, like what are his motivations after this? Um, obviously, nothing Boba Fett related was announced, and so I don't know if. They'll continue to like Boba Fett will just keep popping up in Mandalorian, which I'd be okay with. Um, but I would imagine I, he'll, I definitely I mean, like seeing that, him, and you I know, and I can't wait for them to release a, a, a black series figure of uh, of him from the Mandalorian so I can buy it, buy two of them, buy three of them, maybe. I might, yeah, I think five. I imagine he's gonna show up in different shows, and you know. I doubt he's going to be like a main character anywhere, but he'll be like in, in different places, which makes sense Yeah, uh, for that character. <clears throat> but yeah, so this season has been good. And, and like I said, you know, Bill, for me, my biggest problem with Bill Burr is just the fact that um, it's, it's just so Bill Burr, you know what I mean? It's just Bill Burr with blasters. Um, for the most part, uh, I like that. I know that you're weird about it, but I like it. That said, I thought that he did a really good job in this episode when it was time to get serious. Um, yeah. Like no. when he went and shot that officer, I was just like, oh, I was like, shit. Okay, no. He, like I could tell he was upset, but I didn't think he was going to do that. Uh, and what I'll say, what in contrast, two things I two things I didn't like. One thing I don't like stronger than the other is in the last episode last season and you had the Jason Sudeikis and the other guy when they had Grogu and they were punching him and all that, right? Yeah. I didn't like that part. I, it just, it didn't feel, it just was dumb to me. I didn't think it was funny at all. Whereas while I don't like Bill Burr because... To me, Bill Burr, it's just Bill Burr, you know, with blasters. He, his delivery of dialogue, especially the, um, the more, what I would say, everyman aspect of Star Wars, if that, like, not like everyman, like, that you could be, like, relate to me and you, but I mean... He makes the Star Wars dialogue, like saying Alderaan and this and that, like the like lightsaber, like things that are dialogue specific to Star Wars. He makes them sound every man in a good way, if that makes sense. Like he makes them sound believable. His delivery is believable. I believe him, you know, as this stormtrooper, and and maybe as this former stormtrooper, and maybe if he didn't 
He wasn't a stormtrooper. He said he wasn't. Yeah, you get what I mean. (laughs) If he wasn't so recognizably Bill Burr, I would maybe have less of a problem with it. I I think that... Also, my problem is he shit on Star Wars fans, and now he's in the fucking... One of the best Star Wars things to come out in ten years. I mean, Star Wars fans... Sometimes they're kind of asking for it, let's be real. No, he wasn't shitting on Star Wars fans for being an asshole. He was shitting on Star Wars fans for being nerds. And being Star Wars fans. I don't know. I actually put it in one of our previous episodes where I talked about it. I even linked... I put in the little... Oh, you don't listen to our episodes. So it's just When am I supposed to? (sighs) This is the outro. Oh. Um... Let's talk about all the uh, Star Wars stuff that got announced. Let me pull it up here. Do we have a hard list? All right, so they <clears throat> gave us the Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, which we knew, have known about for a while. I believe it's just going to be a limited series, right? Like, uh, I, think, I think it's just like an eight-stack episode that would make sense i feel like i mean unless that that seems like something that 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 would make sense because i don't know how you would (coughs) honestly i love ewan mcgregor as obi-wan kenobi hello there i want more obi-wan kenobi um i think i think the meme that shows the difference between obi-wan kenobi and bo katan in clone wars versus obi-wan kenobi and Bo-Katan, like, in present, current day timeline is hilarious. I, like, he's so old by the time we see him in in uh, A New Hope. Um, And, like, I don't know, they did a pretty good Obi-Wan Darth Maul story on Rebels, or on Clone Wars, or on Rebels, I mean. I mean, I just don't... I don't know what the story is that needs to be told. But I look forward to it. Because I like Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, so... Um, I do too. And I, 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 see see these, I, I see this stuff as... I don't want to say redemption, because that makes it sound like... Because I, you know, there's a lot of ways that we can... Whether you're talking about the prequels or the sequel trilogy... You know, there's a lot of ways that I think people will shit on them, uh, and sometimes deservedly so. But it is nice to have these opportunities now where, you know, one of the better parts of the prequels, I I think, is is his portrayal of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So it's great to see him get a chance to do something... uh, something else with it that might legitimately be great uh, yeah. depending on the story they decide to tell, you know, and who, you know, who's behind it, like what, how they end up going about it. Yeah. Same thing with, uh, you know, having Boba Fett show up, uh, in the Mandalorian here where you're like, I really liked the, the idea of Django Fett and I, I, I enjoyed, there's a lot of things I enjoyed about attack of the clones and there's a lot of things I didn't. So it's kind of cool to see this chance of like, oh, you know, yes, it isn't Django, obviously, it's his son, but you know, it's it's a chance to expand on Boba Fett, this character that everyone has always really liked, and uh, but also hasn't had the chance or the few chances that had that's been had in the movies in the past just haven't quite gotten where people would 
want it. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, on, yeah, I mean, on one hand, it seems like they announced a lot. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like, are they repeating the mistakes that they did with the movies, where they tried to flood the market with movies, and people were like, "Yeah, hey, you know, we don't really like these movies." Like, yeah, you're you're doing good with the Mandalorian, but that is a very specific group of people telling a very specific story um can you replicate that or are you just gonna be like you're gonna put out two or three things and then the set they they're gonna crash and burn and then all of a sudden people are gonna be like uh we don't know what to do you know what i mean because like Um, the only reason i would say that hopefully that's not the case this time and i i felt that way at when when disney first announced uh after they'd bought star wars they're like every year star wars movie uh even at the time i was like that's excessive (laughs) but for some reason i i think that a tv show or like tv shows it's a little bit easier to pull that off or to, to not feel like you're overdoing it um especially when they seem to have it so much of it spread out um because I know, when did they say Rogue Squadron, the movie was supposed to come out? Like 2023? Yeah, 2023, I believe. So there's a lot of stuff that they announced, but it's all over the course of a few years. So yeah, I mean, like, yeah okay. we don't... Yeah, because Andor isn't even coming out till 2022. Yeah. Um. Which, uh, which seems like a weird... That one seems like a weird one to me. That is a weird one. I don't really understand. Because, like, Rogue One's popular... Like, the characters that were popular from Rogue One aren't named Andor. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I'm actually okay a, with it, though, because... I, I like the character. I... I, yeah, I I'm, That one's the one that I, I'm... I, that and the New Republic... Rangers of the New Republic. Like, those two, like, is Andor a big enough character? And do people want to see more of the Rebellion? Like, a dude do, being a spy for the Rebellion against the Empire? I don't mean, I don't know what the story's going to be. And then well, I think what as long are, as you have a good story to tell, you know, yeah. that's... Especially because, and I like, you know, and I the like mistake the, that I think was I can't made, think of his name, but I like the actor. Yeah, I think that the mistake, one of the mistakes made, uh, and I've talked about it before, or joked about it, where they were, when they were making those movies, uh, you know, and granted, there's stuff that I do, you know, I think that there are things to enjoy, I do, you know, I'll make fun of a lot of things, but there are things to enjoy about the Han Solo movie, but when you thought about it, it's like, of all the things you could have done, why Han Solo? And I feel like that is... Yeah something that they could have fallen into is like, you know, let's well, here's the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And then we're going to have a Darth Vader show too. Cause everybody knows. And, and here's a Yoda show. Like th- those are yeah. obvious choices that, or like a Lando you know, show. Wait a minute. I'm okay with that though, because for every, for every, well, we Lando, don't even know what Lando it is. I hope it's, I hope it's Donald Glover Lando. I really liked him here. Here's what movie. I hope. I hope it's Billy D Williams. 
telling Donald Glover Lando stories. That would be awesome. Oh, I'm here for that. I hope that's it. Disney, hire him. Dude, that would be fantastic. If we would get, like, old Lando in some, like, seedy bar. Like, in each week, it'd be a different place. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, do you remember, there was an episode of Young Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford. Uh, no, and I it's don't him. remember he's, that. Yeah, and he, it's just the one episode, and it's a framing device is why he's there. Because it's just, he's like, I, I don't remember what happened in the show because I saw it so long ago. Uh, but basically, he's like hiding out with some artifact and somebody that he's like working with. And I guess it reminded him of something. And so he's telling them this story of this thing that happened to him when he was younger. And so like, that's how it, that's how the episode went. Like, do that. I'm totally there for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, for yeah, you have like a Lando show. You have an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. But then you also have the Mandalorian, uh, which obviously is super successful now. But at the time when it was announced, you know, for someone that wasn't into Star Wars, you're like, Mandalorian? What the fuck is that? Uh, or See, I, I, I like the fact. <laughs> I didn't need anything more than a name to just be like, oh, I'm in. And then, the, well, yeah, but and I'm then a picture about, of a guy in Mandalorian armor. Oh, I'm doubly in. <laughs> but I'm talking about like everyday people, though, where it's like, yes, you might know who Darth Vader is. You don't necessarily know what a Mandalorian is. Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot more random people knew, like normal people knew what a Mandalorian is versus m- more deeper cuts of stuff. Because I feel like Boba Fett was one of those people that just permeated the thing, the, the, like, that permeated outside of, like, Star Wars, uh, like, you know, that reached people who don't necessarily watch Star Wars or were into Star Wars. They, I think the Boba Fett and that I, as a Mandalorian. I think that that's true. That is true. But I think, but the term Mandalorian does it. The easier route maybe, would have been yeah, just yeah, to have maybe. a show called Boba Fett. Uh, but they yeah. didn't do that. And I like the fact that they didn't do stuff, you know, cause like yeah. constantly going that obvious well, route, you know, man. there's two ways to go about it. And I've made the argument before about like, you know, like when they announced the Joker movie, for example, and people were like, Oh, why do you, you can't make a Joker movie without Batman and make it good. That doesn't make any sense. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that if you have an idea, you have a, an interesting story or take on something and you're like, Hey, you know, this is connected to this universe. Let's do this thing. I think that that's way more interesting than just like a studio going, Hey, uh, we got to make a Morbius movie and a Venom movie. Who wants to do that? Yeah. Not that I'm naming names. I feel like you're naming names. I am. Um, it's Sony. What are you doing guys? Yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, the Rangers of the New Republic, uh, I'm wondering if that's going to be Cara, Cara Dune-centric or not. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know about that one. And then the Acolyte, which is going to be the first High Republic-era story to come out, live action. I mean, I think the comic they're getting ready to do comics and books, but so it'll be interesting... Cause this will be like, cause I, since I'm not really getting books or the comics, this will be interesting as the first visual representation sort of, of that era that they're trying to do. And I wonder if we'll have a young Yoda in that, a younger or Yoda. Yaddle. Or Yaddle. Um, Yaddle. 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 Uh, Whatever their names are. 
Oh, Diego Luna. It says it right here in the fucking thing. God damn. You think I'm an idiot. That's right. Okay, God yeah, I know, dude. The, the Star Wars Bad Batch cartoon, I just don't know. Like, I don't... That's not... I don't have any interest, really, in those guys, so... Um, maybe the idea of it taking place after Order 66 and seeing what... Maybe a little... I don't know. It, But right now, the idea... The the idea of the Bad Batch doesn't excite me that much. I, I would prefer... Uh, so basically, there is a group of clones who are... Uh, I can't remember. They're called the Bad Batch. Basically, they're not perfect clones. There's something wrong with them. But they lean into what's wrong with them in a way that makes them like super unique or whatever, right? So in the last season of the Clone Wars that they did on Disney Plus, they introduced these five clones that are like th- that they called the Bad Batch. They were basically this suicide squad of clones that they would send in on crazy missions and they would get it done. There's like, you know, the explosive guy, but he's afraid of heights. There's a dude who's a super sniper. I don't know. I the idea it just doesn't. I guess I'm here for that. Whatever. I'm... I would rather see those animation. I like that style of animation. I would like to see it set in a different area with different groups. Um, I mean, I feel like the clones. I I wanted to watch. I've watched. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, I would have like, I would rather follow like, you know, like some rebels, like during the rebellion, like, like see stuff after a new hope before Hoth. And then, you know, after Hoth into return of the Jedi, or, you know, maybe some of the time between return of the Jedi and, uh, uh, the Force Awakens, because um, I didn't really like the cart, the animation on that Resistance, and plus once they said Poe Dameron might appear, I was out of that cartoon completely. Um, so I don't know. I the, the Bad Batch just doesn't isn't getting me excited. But you so don't watch the cartoon. Watch. No, are you I mean, ever going to go I back? Probably, I, I think I am. Maybe watch probably when Booker, point. like probably when Booker's of the right age. Oh no! I'm pr- before I that. You before think? that, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I watch cartoons it. all. I, I watch. I mean, I've been watching anime and stuff, which is essentially. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if I'm gonna sit and watch yeah. that, mm. it's Man. way shorter. Yeah. Well, why have you watched these shows? You could have been watching. We could have been talking about that. Really lean into this season like, of The Mandalorian. Oh, but why, why haven't you watched the shows that I watch? And we can talk about that. Because none of those shows lead into The Mandalorian. <laughs> Doesn't matter. There's stuff that I'm interested in. It's because you don't want to watch it, and that's fine. I'm not gonna force anything on. Oh, I'm forcing you to watch these. No, I'm not. Yeah, I don't I know care. You are. Um, um, uh, so Star what, Wars watch... Vision sounds exciting, too. That's uh, yeah. a bunch of anime, uh, a bunch of Star Wars stories told with anime uh, artists. Um, what was your question, though? Uh, well, I was going to ask, was there anything other than that, uh, any more Star Wars stuff to go over? Uh, the only thing is, while I'm excited for Patty... Uh, 
uh, Patty Jenkins to direct something. Rogue Squadron, I think, is... I mean, I get why she would want to do a Rogue Squadron. My question is, what Rogue Squadron are we getting? And does that mean... Will they be... Like, if it's going to get, like, the Rogue Squadron we know, where it's, like, characters we know, obviously you're going to have to recast those characters. Or are we going to go something sort of post... Return of the Jedi Rogue Squadron. So that's those. I have more questions than um, anything about is when is that one set? But I like the idea of a Top Gun Star Wars movie. Um, and if anybody's going to direct a Top Gun uh, movie, Patty Jenkins would be pretty good to do it. I mean, I'm here for it. Uh, I remember enjoy. I, I've I've enjoyed those uh, like video game stuff where you're uh, part of Rogue Squadron and yep. And I love the books, um, so that's why I I I'm just curious when's it going to be set. And so if it's set like during the time of the original trilogy, I mean that would be weird because then. Because I know at one point something I read said they're you know they're specifically going with no Jedi in this, uh, in this movie, which would make you know some sense if it's not set during the original trilogy. I mean, I guess maybe after Empire, Haunt, Luke maybe left Rogue Squadron, so you could do it between those. But if it's after that, yeah, that's all. Because because basically, like my question is, you're doing a Rogue Squadron movie, but like. Rogue Squadron uh, is really like a deep cut to the Star Wars universe. Like, I don't think they, I think they only mention, I don't know if they mention it in Return of the Jedi. I think they briefly mention Rogue Squadron in Empire. And yeah, but so, I think that, but um, even if you don't know it by but name, hold on. once they but my have... thing, But they didn't have Rogue, why wouldn't they not have Rogue Squadron in in uh the the new trilogy and so like it seems like it definitely seems like fan service and so that's why i'm curious like when's it set what's its um story before i'm i'm more i don't know i'm more confused sort of when is what is this going to do where is it at in the as someone who just because I'm so full of Star Wars lore, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting some error messages. Like, where does this go? So if this is got not, some, Rogue, I got some previous Rogue Squadron as you know it. No, 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 no. Because honestly, it's been so long since I've read those books. I don't necessarily have the emotional ties to those characters that maybe I once would have and did. And honestly, there's a couple Jedi in Rogue Squadron, if I remember correctly. <laughs> So I don't, I don't obviously don't think they'll be doing that. My, my only thing is I mean, is it's like, not like they followed the books in any other time, really. So. True. No, they've in fact shit on the books. Um, so that's my only thing is I just want to, I want to know more about sort of when is it set. And also why, why didn't they have Rogue Squadron in the new series? You know why? Because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing in the new trilogy. Uh, you want to move on to Marvel? Ended on Ryan that Johnson, note. I think, knew what he was doing. Fuck yeah, that guy. Fuck Marvel. you and fuck <laughs> that guy. Um, all right. Let's go up to Marvel. 
Did you watch any of the trailers? Yep. I did. Dude. The fucking Winter Soldier trailer. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Fuck, yeah. that got me so hyped. So hyped. I'm so excited for that series. Um, The Loki trailer. The whole time I was just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but this seems fucking exciting as shit. Like, it feels like a weird, like... Like it feels like there's some sort of heist element going on in this in the trailer that I'm just like I don't know what is happening right now, but I'm excited. I'm yeah, I, I felt the excited same way about, about Wandavision too, and I have the entire time we've been waiting. I'm just like I don't know what the fuck this is, but that I'm one, that one, I, that one I actually haven't watched a trailer for only because I don't want to watch any trailers for it because I know it's so. It's going to be so, like, hyper-specific to what, like, it is that I, like, just... I've, what I've seen is enough. I just want to go in blind and kind of, like, experience it that way. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I get it. Well, it's funny. So, I was watching all this stuff, and then Liz was seeing, you know, the announcements being made. And I didn't realize that she didn't know about some of these already. Uh, mm. I guess we just never talked about them. Uh and I felt like such a super nerd when she was like, oh, look, there's going to be a Loki movie. And I was like, that's not a, it's actually it's not going to be a movie. It's a, it's a limited series. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, you see what uh, Disney acquired. <laughs> uh, you, you pull out the jacket with the fucking tweed elbows. You start tapping your pipe to make sure that the tobacco's Packly type so you can fucking start smoking as you form Liz next to your roaring fireplace and the bearskin rung, obviously. And then and then and then at the end of it and you're like, and they're gonna call it Man of Night. <laughs> oh man. What else was Liz excited for? Oh no, she was Marvel. she was excited for all of it. She really liked the uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh one. She thinks that looks great. Uh, WandaVision, she also thought looked really interesting. What uh, if? I know. Did you, the, did you watch the What If trailer? I, I did. She's, I, mean, I don't think she even noticed that one. Uh, what, I, if, what ifs were some of my favorite comics to read, and the Wolverine, what if Wolverine and Conan switched places? And it was, uh, it was when, uh, uh, Wolverine just went to Conan's world got his hand cut off, and then basically took over the planet. But uh, Conan came came to the Marvel Universe at the exact moment that uh, Wolverine stops Jean Grey from basically annihilating everybody. So, like, Wolverine wasn't there to do that. It was Conan, and basically everything got annihilated. So then the, the, the whole comic is just about Wolverine in the Savage Land. With one <laughs> hand. <laughs> but so like, so I loved the the What If comics uh, growing up. There were ones I used to, to buy off the rack. Um, I was super excited to see uh, just sort of the ideas like Peggy Carter getting the Super Soldier Serum. Um, I'm definitely here for that. I love Peggy Carter, the series, the actress. Um, so I'm here for a cartoon in which she gets Captain America's superpowers. Oh yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. I, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fun, uh, but it's not the thing I'm most excited about. Uh, honestly, I don't know what I'm most excited about. No, 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 no. I, you I, know, because it's not what if 
That's your least exciting thing. You know what you're super excited for. And it's Hulk appearing in She-Hulk. No? Uh, I actually am super excited for a She-Hulk show. So, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Um, yeah. I, I know this is going to sound weird. I'm really, I think the thing I'm looking forward to most is, is the Hawkeye show. <laughs> and I know we haven't really seen anything from it, but I don't know. It's just, it's, I, I, all these other things I'm like, okay, this is exciting and this is cool, but poor Hawkeye, man. Like he, he, he just, he's never gotten much to do with a couple of exceptions. Like he kind of had a little bit more going on in age of Ultron than anything else. So I'm excited, you know, and then he had like that great storyline through Endgame. I'm excited for him to have his, like his time to shine, you know? Uh, I'm more interested in, um, Haley, uh, is it Steinfeld? Is that how you, how yeah, you pronounce her? Really? Steinfeld? Yeah, I'm more interested in what she's going to do. Um, I'm over Hawkeye. <laughs> I mean, she's also Hawkeye, so. Yeah, it's fine. I'm so ready for some for I'm ready for some new Hawkeye blood. Let me put uh, it like that. I'm interested in Armor Wars. That's cool that they're doing that. It's nice that uh, Don Cheadle's got his thing. Yeah. Uh, something to do. Uh, Ironheart sounds cool. I like uh you know, I, I like that they're going to keep something going on for the Iron, Iron Man, Man without it, yeah. Iron Man. Without him. Uh, and not through Spider-Man, which is yeah. getting out of control. What, what do you mean getting out of control? Is you think it's too much? <laughs> dude, er, dude, everybody is in Spider-Man 3. But we don't know to what extent, and I think depending on what they're... Given what they have done so far, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like I, I I'm guessing like there's a lot of setup here. I for... read or somewhere that said Loki ties into Spider-Man three now. I've heard that Doctor Strange is going to be in it at some point. Uh... They have brought Alfred Molina back from the dead for this movie. <laughs> no, I couldn't believe it. I was like, did they just pull him up out of the casket? Like this is. And I've seen this week alleged, alleged photos of Tobey Maguire at a costume fitting. Ah, man, I'm here for that. Oh, God. All right, I hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. What if they only bring back Tobey Maguire and they don't bring back Andrew Garfield Spider-Man? I am sick of all you guys ganging up on me. You guys all think you're so much better than me. Oh, Meg, that is the least fancy thing I have ever heard. Uh, I think that would be so... I, I mean, they should. They should because it would be, it'd be more fun that way. But I'd feel bad for Andrew Garfield. Because <laughs> you know people are going to ask him, like, hey, so you weren't in Spider-Man. Was there, like, a scheduling thing? Because could you not do it? Uh, no, they just didn't ask me. Nope, they didn't ask me. <laughs> And then the, That's weird because Jamie Foxx was in like, it and he was in yours. Did Jamie call you? Nah, he hasn't. He hasn't returned any of my calls. <laughs> oh, poor him every Garfield. week and he just constantly he puts me on red. I don't know. It's oh man. What was uh, see? You may forget too because there was something oh. else that was oh uh fucking Daredevil is gonna be in oh Spider-Man. yeah Daredevil is gonna be in Spider Man. Awesome. I am yeah. like, that was the most exciting. I was like, yes, let's get Daredevil back in here. 
Yeah. It, is he is he Daredevil or is he going to be Charlie Cox defending him? Or not Charlie Cox. So. Matt Murdock. <laughs> Yeah, is it gonna be? That's bad a good idea. Bad? Like, yeah, he's gotta. Have, I guess if he's like, it's, <laughs> everyone knows who he is. He's gotta have a lawyer. Yeah. Why not, Matt Murdock? No, I am excited that they're bringing them back. I are bringing him back at the very least. I hope they're able to work. Um, maybe everybody but Iron Fist back in. <laughs> no, I saw somebody. Uh, I don't remember where I saw it. Somebody made a joke about Iron Fist being a scroll. Like, that's. <laughs> That would be <laughs> hilarious if they brought him in and then killed him and revealed he was actually a scroll. That would be fucking funny to me, probably in me alone. Um, yeah, dude, they're, they're, I mean, there's literally so much, there was so much news yesterday. Like, I feel like we've missed 90% of it. It was. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, they I think announced... the, big, the big stuff that, like the important stuff to us, uh, you know, we've pretty much covered. I, I think I totally missed this. the The girl that they're that they cast for Miss Marvel is going to appear in Captain Marvel too. Yeah, and Captain Marvel's supposed to be in this. That's Marvel. fuck. Shut up! I missed that. She's going to be in Miss Marvel too. Uh, I mean, not as like a major character, but she's supposed to make an appearance. I think, bro. That as as someone who enjoyed her storyline in the Avengers game, I have a big fucking smile on my face thinking about oh, her, her getting to meet Captain I, Marvel, I, I dude. That's awesome. Settle a wager between myself and Stark. That sounds like a terrible idea, but sure. What you got? When you were a child, uh, more of a child, a, a smaller child, that is, and you were a fan of us, who was your favorite? Captain Marvel. Uh, no, that wasn't what I meant. You're confusing me. Uh, but I have read some of the comics with her, and she is, and seen her in some of the cartoons. She is a great character. So I'm, I, I got, okay, you know what? I will say this. I said Hawkeye. I think the most excited thing I am is probably for that. Is for her? I think that that she's a, just such a great character. I think that'll be a really good, really good time. Dude, she easily, I would say. Without a doubt, the best part of Avengers was her story. The second best part is being Avengers with my friends, but since they've really shit the bed with the post-game launch of being able to do that, um, her story is definitely, like, super awesome. The best. I enjoyed it the most. The first time, spoiler alert, that she tries to pick up Thor's hammer, I was just like, I was like, I was living all my dreams. Uh, I'm gonna play it. At some point. I should have bought it when it was like thirty bucks, but whatever. Um, yeah, she. There's an episode of the the latest Spider-Man cartoon, which I think is just called Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a. I've mentioned it on here before. It's a. It's a fun show. It's okay. Uh, one of the better episodes though is like they do introduce Miss Marvel at one point. Hi, I'm Peter Parker. Hey, Peter Parker. Uh, and the episode that she's introduced in, uh, she's undercover at a private school where some like weird shit's going down. And coincidentally, Peter Parker also goes undercover there because he's like, there's something, <coughs> there's something going on, and they just both coincidentally are like onto it. But she's there on Avengers business because she's actually officially an Avenger. Spider-Man is not, and uh, they end up working together, and they have like they have like a little cute friendship. 
that they kind of get together on. And it's funny because he's so it, like starstruck by the Avengers. It's just like, oh my god, so what's it like with Tony Stark? And <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, dude. There's, I mean, there is like, there's so much to be excited for coming out of Marvel. That like it almost like I almost felt like and maybe Are you worried the, that it's too much going back to the Star Wars thing where like you know they announced mm-hmm. so much because in this case I do wonder about that because yes, we've been waiting for a while for these shows, like some of them we've known about for so long. To the point where I was like, When are they coming out? And now like every two months it seems, yeah, because they announced because January is WandaVision. Yep. March is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yep. And I guess May is Loki. That's and then fall is supposed to be Hawkeye. Like, that's fucking a lot. And that's just the look, shows. Like there's the movies too that should be coming out, you know, look, that haven't. <laughs> look, here, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Disney bought Star Wars and attempted to flood the market and crashed and burned. Marvel did, what, 20 movies in a row and stuck the landing in the most amazing fashion that, like, I'm just excited by what they're doing next. I can't wait to see the, to see the beginnings and then to be like, where is this going to end up for this next phase? And what did they say was the official? Was it the, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Shang-Chi is the official start of, uh, phase four? Did they say that? Yeah. Four. We didn't even talk about the Fantastic Four is officially coming back with the home, home, uh, homecoming director. Yeah. John Watts, which is a good choice. Uh, I, I mean, that's cool. I'm down for it. But also, like, what's there to say? You know, we don't know anything. They've just announced it and who the director's going to be. True. I And honestly, I, I want everybody at home listening to know that that was a way bigger uh, reaction for me than I actually care about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think maybe I like... I wasn't about to call you out on the show. And just like, I think you maybe, don't give a shit about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> I don't. I think I like Thing most, and that's only because I read uh, so many like stories of Thing and Wolverine hooking, like doing adventures together, like even before Thing became the Thing. Um, uh, uh, in the when Ben was in the military, he crossed paths with Logan. And so um, I think Thing was always kind of like the one guy I kind of like. Plus the idea of like a a rocky uh, a dude I liked, um, and uh, uh, and the Human Torch I always liked because he was one of the Spider Friends. Um, and so uh, and Chris Evans made him, um, you know, I mean Chris Evans was great as Torch. Like when I still love when he Now picture that. But everywhere. Like that made always made me laugh. <laughs> it's so funny to think about that now too, because like 
you see Chris Evans and you don't think, oh, the Human Torch. You, no. it, he's fucking Captain America yeah. like that. What, and back that. then, you know, when he first got cast, I was like, oh, how am I going to see him as Captain America and not as the Human Torch? Yeah. But, <laughs> human who? He was the Human what now? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's nice. It's so it's really was nice short order because they how long had they had Daredevil back? And they've already were like, yeah, we're bringing them back into the fold. Uh, I mean, so, it's what a year now. Is it no? But when did they get them back though? I don't think they got them. I think they got them back this year. Maybe. Like uh, I don't think I think I, I think this year's right, been so crazy. Yeah, I, I think the right <laughs> the actual rights reverted back from like quote whatever the Netflix deal was back fully to Disney. Um. So yeah, a bunch of uh, exciting, exciting Star Wars and um, Marvel news. Uh, but now let's go on to something that's maybe less exciting uh, news. And that is Warner Brothers putting their entire 2021 slate on HBO Max day and date of release in theaters. What do you think about that? And what do you think about the ongoing controversy surrounding it? I do you don't know about have the controversy? a single problem with it. I do know about the controversy. I think that the controversy <clears throat> is stupid. Interesting. Charlie, would you like to rebut? Oh, he's not here. Um, Charlie's definitely not happy with it. Thinks it's a terrible idea. Um, to, to quote Charles S. Lawton, I don't know if S is in his middle name. His last name. But to quote Charlie, I'm not a fan at all of what WB has done. Um, I as, hope that's what he said, and you're not putting like words. No, no, like, that's I'm literally. Hoping, like next episode, he's gonna come on. You're gonna be like, uh, I'm gonna have to make an apology about my sta- statement last week. Uh, Charlie did not actually. <laughs> no, God, I can. I'm gonna read what I said to him. What do you think about what WB did? I'm not a fan at all. Quote, unquote. Quote. <laughs> what a quote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm of two minds. As someone who does not plan on going to a movie theater anytime soon, I'm okay with this. I am someone who has, minus the sound system, a big enough TV that I enjoy the movie's I think just fine uh, in my living room. Um, And so I'm happy that I can watch um, the movies day of. Now, uh, that being said, I don't think WB has made the right call on this. Um, I think had they made this call two or three or four months ago, it maybe would have seen seemed uh, as crazy. And obviously they would have needed to do a better job in communicating to the, um, the Hollywood establishment, I would say, uh, 
I think it would have made sense three or four months ago if they would have made this announcement. I think making this announcement on the cusp of a vaccine being released, um, I think is going to ultimately prove to be them shooting themselves in the foot. I'm guessing ultimately what we're going to see is AT&T is going to have to sell off WB because they're... They will take such a huge hit on this in the long run from people in Hollywood absolutely not wanting to work with the WB uh, until I would say they are free of AT&T. Because I think three or four months ago when we didn't, you know, really have an idea of of a vaccine coming out, you know, we're still in the throes of this pandemic. We don't have any idea when you know life will get to normal if it'll ever get back to normal this would have made a lot of sense but i think now that you know we're about to have a vaccine come out hopefully you know this allows life to get somewhat back to normal um and you know in a couple of months you know come summertime when a lot of these uh movies should be in theaters rocking joints and you know people are seeing them at home and maybe theaters are starting to rebound a bit better. I, you know, I think ultimately it's not a good look for the WB with how they handled the Hollywood side of it. And I think ultimately it'll end with AT&T cutting WB loose. Because it seems like, because I just don't, <clears throat> I don't understand how you make such a business decision without contacting some of the, because there are like, there are like contracts that they have to like, honor and there are like and there are benchmarks related to like box office stuff so if you just move stuff straight to uh to your streaming service and don't negotiate sort of some of these like how they paid gail uh, gail and patty 10 million to put wonder woman on hbo max but haven't reached out to any of their other stars you know what i mean i think you're setting a bat you're not it's just not a good look overall. I, think I mean, I don't the know WB. the details of that kind of thing. I here's the thing, and I think I I think we did talk about this a little bit in the last episode, or maybe I'm imagining that. Um, if you're talking about this specific, no, I don't think so because I think this just this came out after we did it. I thought did it. Uh, so I'm I'm of the I, I so. I don't think for as far as like the uh, a vaccine goes and the way the world is right now, that vaccine could come out tomorrow and the world is not going to go back to how it should be. Uh, not really for a variety of reasons, mostly because there's a lot of people that just aren't going to take that vaccine anytime mm-hmm. soon. Uh, so there's that also. I mean, it's just maybe this isn't what we talked about, but there, I feel there's something we've talked about recently because I know I've mentioned it before about how the uh, the world of movies or movie distribution it's needed to change for a long time. Yeah. Uh, they have been struggling against it. To keep yeah. it basically the same for my entire life, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and it's just not 
it's it just it it doesn't fit the world that we live in today. Uh, it doesn't fit the you know the technology that we have today. And I love going to the movies. Don't get me wrong. I love the movie theater experience. Uh, I can't wait to take my son to the movies when he's old enough. You know, we'll have that experience. That's great. And I think that's still going to be there. But you need to also have these options open for other for other people for other 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 avenues i guess is a way to put it um and to not change in some way or try to i don't know that this is gonna work uh for warner brothers or not but i appreciate the fact that you know they're trying they're doing something different and that's more than any other studio for the most part, unless you're a streaming service like Netflix or something like that, you know, your own uh, service already, you know, uh, you, it's it, attempting to do something different is important because the, if you, if they just keep sticking with, because sticking with movie theaters, the way that they are, it's not going to work out well in the long run. I think that, long term this could you know you may be right this could go very badly for them i don't think that it will not that badly anyway uh and in fact hopefully if they do this if this works out the way that it that they hope it will this could be a, a big game changer for movie distribution and that could be a really good thing uh for us as an audience i know that there are people that are upset about it that work in the film industry and Christopher Nolan, like he wasn't he like upset about it. Or oh, that dude is enraged. Yeah. What did he say? I, Quote, I didn't people went to bed thinking they were working for the greatest uh, studio in the world. And they woke up and discovered they work for the worst streaming platform. That's not a terrible quote, but it's not. I don't think it's necessarily accurate. I think that that go. That, I don't know. And I look. I like Nolan. I do. And I like filmmake a lot of filmmakers. But let's be real. Some of them are pretentious douches. And <laughs> I mean, like, like it it, it. it takes me back to. Do you remember when Tarantino? Like every couple of years, Tarantino's like, "Well, I'm gonna do another movie or two. Like maybe that's it. Uh, this is my last one. Whatever." Because uh, I remember reading this quote from him where he was like. Uh, I got into this business because I wanted to make film. I didn't want to make like TV that went on to movie screens or some bullshit like that. Like, dude, get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> like, I love going to the movie theater. I get that you guys want that experience and you want to make your art the way you want to make your art. No one is saying that you can't fucking do that, especially when you're someone like Quentin Tarantino or Christopher Nolan. You can do whatever you want because you're huge fucking names. No one is stopping you. I, I think that having the avenue for easier distribution for e e the ease of people to get their uh, their movies out, whether you're an independent filmmaker or a major studio, that is not inherently a bad thing. Uh, maybe there, you know, I don't know what the contract side of things are, like how that goes for them. Like maybe they had different expectations for, well, but fuck, who didn't have different expectations a year ago compared to what ended up happening? And we all had to fucking figure it out. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I think that it's 
being made as a worse thing than it actually is. It is a big deal and it deserves to be treated as such. Uh, but I don't think that it's as bad as some of these, uh, fuck it, you know, old white men are saying, uh, you know, cause you know how they, you know, we're both white guys. We're getting older. We don't like change. That's how they are. Uh, um, I, I agree with you. I think, I think you want your, your audience. I think you want the most eyes to see your art as possible and to clutch to the idea that that people are going to go out and see it in this one fashion when it's easy it's just as easy for me to get it at home like you know what i mean like like tenant i want to see tenant i can't love christopher nolan i've seen every christopher nolan movie in theaters i've waited to see this one because I'm just not going to go to the theaters anymore. I'm definitely not going to the theaters right now. Once I get a vaccine, probably not going to the theaters for a while just because I don't really like theaters anymore. I don't need what you're off. The, the price that it costs for me to go see a movie in a the theater, the experience is not nearly worth it in comparison for watching it in my living room. That's for sure, some it's people, not it is, and that's big great. Enough screen. You know, it's not, good for them. Doesn't smell like popcorn, but you know what? I can pause it and go piss, and I don't gotta step in front of nobody, and I ain't gotta. Oh, what I miss? You know what I mean? And I'm oh, oh, this fucking asshole's on his phone. Hey, B, quit looking up who's the voice of Batman and finding out. Oh, it's not Batman. It's Thomas Wayne. That pissed me. I still. <laughs> God damn it. That's such a pet peeve for me. Like, just just real quick, go off on this. this because you know, I, I always worry if I'm watching something with Liz and she hasn't seen it before and she's like, what's this? Who's that person? You know, I, I'm not going to give any examples because I can't think of any off the top of my head. But the one with B is a great example because I'm like, why would you Google it? Like, you're asking to spoil yourself. You're like, don't ruin the experience. Just watch it. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Oh man. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Ultimately see, I think, I think I understand why the WB did it. I think it's smarter to allow the most people to watch it. And those of us who want to watch it from the comforts of our home. Um, and those who want to watch it in a, in the movie theater on opening night should both be able to have that experience. You know what I mean? And I, and I, I also think that it gives, you know, it gives a lot of leeway for what people can do in the future as far as making movies and how they want to get them out. Uh, I I know that when big changes like this happen, it's very easy to immediately think the most negative thing, like, oh, this is going to ruin the industry or whatever. Uh I don't think that it's, I don't think that that's the case. I would rather look at it in a more optimistic way of how is this going to change things for the better? Like how, how is this going to make movie theaters better? I think that movie theaters, if you don't have to worry about like a new movie coming out, you know, or like multiple new movies coming out every week, fucking by the hundreds a year, thousands a year, however many, uh, it's a lot easier. It'll probably be a lot easier for them. Uh, it'll maybe they can, they can help them 
changed on their prices and there's a lot of different things that will have to be tweaked and worked on that I think will in the end make a better experience for everybody. Uh, for people like you who want to be at home, for people that like to go out to the movies, and for people like me who like a little bit of both. Uh, although right now I'm not going anywhere. <clears throat> yeah, so... There you go. Poet and Billy's two cents. I'm Poet. I'm Billy. Good night. This is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza.